0: Hey Ann Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic.
1: Hey everybody, this is My King Ministries, and we're doing a podcast today. And Colton and I want to talk about something or have a conversation about something that, you know, that's in the Bible. And the Bible says that this is common to mankind. And so common to mankind, it just means that it's something that everybody's going to face in life, that it's just part of being life. It's part of living in a world. And it, you know, and it's found in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And God just really talks about, or the Holy Spirit really reveals to us that even though a lot of these things are common to mankind, God wants to be involved in our life and to find a way out. And What does your translation say, Colton, in 1
0: Corinthians 10, 13? This is the Passion Translation. We all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. But God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can beat it. Each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial God has provided for you, a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously.
1: Cool. Way of escape. I like that. There's a way of escape. And uh, just before maybe we look at escape... You know, common to mankind sometimes sometimes people think, well, what are these tests, or what are these? Like the King mm-hmm. James Bible uses the word temptation, and sometimes we get this narrow tem we get this narrow definition of words in the Bible sometimes, and we think, well, you know tests or temptations are just sin. Uh, but you know the Bible says to know to do good and not do it is sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the Bible talks about you know there's like worldly habits sometimes which could be tests and trials. Mm -hmm. I mean, they might not necessarily be what we would call one of the 10 commandments sins Mm -hmm. or one of the things the Bible talks about, but how about just a simple thing like trusting in money rather than God? How about trusting in your education Mm -hmm. above trusting in God or Mm -hmm. or his word, right? And so there's so many things that we can be tested with. It's not necessarily A sin, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, it goes to the most basic of levels, like eating, you know? (laughs) It's like, I pick up five cheeseburgers, I know (laughs) inside of myself, this isn't good.
1: (laughs) And it's probably the Holy Spirit saying, you know, Colton, you know, you're a two-man burger, not a five-man burger, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah. I've even had friends um, where um, Um, exercise almost has become their god. And it's like, um, I've actually dealt with this once with a young man who um, he thought working out is the thing that got him out of everything else in life. And if he just continued to work out, those other issues won't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And you could go the other end of that, not working out or not being active. You know. And
1: maybe having some health issues and saying, you know, mm-hmm. oh, is, where's God in this, right? Yeah. And God's probably saying, just get some walk, go for a walk, get yeah. some exercise.
0: Yeah, I think lots of times it um me and Dan always joke about this. Um, lots of times people go, Oh, why do I feel so bad? And the the simple answer, and they're praying and going, Oh, God, why do I feel this way? And he and the simple answer is uh stop smoking. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, they're praying all around that thing, you right. know?
1: Yeah. Coffee is a big one too. Yeah. Like so many people do have issues with caffeine issues. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit says, don't do that. My wife, for example, had this uh, kind of a bit of a stomach problem. One time mm-hmm. we were in Jasper and, you know, we just were on a holiday. That, but then it hit her one day, kind of in the afternoon. And the whole night she didn't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. She just had this pain and burning in her stomach. And she was like, Lord, why don't you heal me? Mm-hmm. Right? and of course. I fell asleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she was working with that. I didn't even realize she was up the whole night. Yeah. I just, you know, because you know, she would take an acid or something. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up in the morning too. And she was still, she says, I like, I didn't sleep at all, but she says, you know, the Lord said something to me and I believe he said it to me and he said, sugar and yeast don't mix good in your stomach. Hmm. And so she, for the next, um, it was a, about an eight month thing that she just cut, um, yeast it's mm-hmm. like like some breads out and some sugars mm-hmm. she lost over 12 pounds without doing any exercise yeah because it was holding water back and yep. everything in her and now she knows and okay. that was the miracle that, that God did miracle. for her exactly. rather than her praying God just take this pain away yeah. so I can just keep eating whatever yeah. I want to eat yeah or smoking whatever I want to smoke <laughs> right? yeah exactly. or doing whatever I want to do and so yeah yeah sometimes uh I mean these are the things that are common to mankind, but we need to remember to keep things in balance. Yeah. I like I heard one preacher said just just live a fasted life. That means don't eat as much as you all mm-hmm. want to all the time, mm-hmm. right? Uh always stay within a fasted life in order to just eat to be content, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to overeat or overexercise yeah. or or overwatch TV yeah. or over any of these yeah, areas. Yeah. exactly. Right? And uh yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's that—that that common. I think, like when he's talking in here, those those common struggles that all of us experience. We're all in the middle of a pandemic right now. Yeah, it's not Christians are outside of the <laughs> pandemic and the rest are in. Mm. Um, we all experience uh, when it's when there's a thunder shower and hail. There, we're Everywhere. all experiencing yep. that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's not it's, like the Christians have this little piece of sunshine on them as they walk down the street. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And is there times where Christians or, yeah, I believe Christians have experienced that. Um, I know know one time there was a church event being held outside and a storm was coming. And they said, Lord, let that storm pass around us. And it did. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not that the storm wasn't happening. That God just protected them Mm -hmm. in that instance. And it went around. We had a hailstorm on the farm
1: one time that I just could only stand in my shop with the door cracked open a little bit and just say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, as this jagged hail hit the ground and the ground became white. Mm. And I thought to myself, God, why didn't you stop it and let it go around me? Mm. But, you know, when I went out to the field and I checked my barley field, I could barely see any damage done. Mm. We went to the garden and the tomato plants were still whole. Wow. And when we would look, the, the, the hail shredded the leaves in the trees so that the whole summer the trees were kind of brown. mm mm-hmm. But when I combined my barley crop, I never really even noticed whether I lost any yield. So God protected it, but I still had to, you know, the, the hail still came. Yeah. It still was jagged, it still tore the leaves, it yeah. still did, but there was a part of my life that God uh, protected me in, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes, and um, I try to be really careful with this now, actually, when when I'm um, introducing the Lord to someone, or. Um, yeah trying to lead them to the Lord, I think often we can we we want to be a salesman and we want to pitch that it's the best thing, yeah, and that you make this commitment, nothing bad happens in your life anymore, <laughs> that's at least what they're hearing, yeah. And it's like, no, you're, you're going to wake up in the same bedroom next to the same husband, next yeah. to the same wife, ne- with the same kids, with the same problems, with the same, same job. Yeah. It's like, but you have a different perspective, a peace and a maturity that is only provided by mm-hmm. Jesus, I believe.
1: Yeah. And that begins on the inside of you. And then those other things can begin to change when you let that peace rule.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: you've told me a few times when people get saved, they come back to you week later and say, oh, my life is still crap. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can let the Holy Ghost and let the Word and let things work in you. Yeah. And that's really what uh, the Holy Spirit tells us that the Bible says, that God says, I make a way of escape. Mm-hmm. And that way of escape means literally to get free or relief to be safe from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked up that word in the Greek too, and it was ekbasis, and it literally means end. Mm-hmm. To bring an end to that test or that temptation, yeah. or that right? And you had a good scripture in Exodus, I think it was thirteen seventeen, yeah. where... You had reminded me that even God uh, did this for the nation of Israel.
0: Yeah. So um, I'll just read it. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country. Though that was shorter for God's, um, though that was shorter for God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So it's like um, God knew what they were going into. And he wasn't going to put them in there and go, let's just see how they do. <laughs> like, I know that they'll probably turn away, uh, but let's just see. Let's yeah. see oh, how much faith they have. How many people this. die in that yeah. war? So he, he's not that kind of God. He knew that that would be a struggle and hard for them. So he led them around probably through the wilderness. So it was maybe that option, like you said, in war or death. Or through the wilderness, and maybe some harder times, but one of them's going to keep them committed to me, and the other has the potential to turn a bunch away from me.
1: Yeah. It says to go back to Egypt, even in the sense of I mean, they, they talked about it in the wilderness, but in the time of war, obviously God knew that they would just do it. Yeah, they just turn around and go back. Yeah, at least Moses talked them out of it, so yeah. It's, and it's one of those things that God obviously allowed them. To make that decision and change their mind, mm-hmm. so that just begins to get us to think about how does God going to do these things? We can't even really look for how He's going to do them. We just need to trust Him that mm-hmm. He's doing those things. Yeah, and sometimes maybe when we're facing something that we think is insurmountable, no, pull this scripture out and read it. Yeah, because it is. You can get to the end of that thing or to mm-hmm. the other side of that thing mm-hmm. and you will be okay. Yeah. Might yeah. have a few uh, wounds. Yeah. You know, you might remember the wilderness. Yeah. And you might remember the times that you messed up in the wilderness and yeah. the times that it was difficult in the wilderness. But you get, eventually you get to the Jordan and cross yeah. over.
0: Yeah. And if you're trusting God and you're walking in step with him and, and you believe you have a relationship with him and you're you're practicing hearing his voice, then you gotta trust that God's leading you the the best way, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though it might not seem that way. Yeah. What? Imagine what would have been worse if if you weren't following His leading, mm-hmm. right? Um,
1: yeah. So, so sometimes we'll not know those things till we.
0: Yeah, and get I think home. I think a uh, like a common one that I've actually I've actually experienced this a few times. We were like, man. Oh, I'm driving behind this person. They're so slow. What the heck? Speed <laughs> up! Speed up! And then all of a sudden, boom! Accident happens in front of you, and you go, "Whoa!" If I was ahead That'd of this car good. trying to get ahead, maybe that was me in the That'd accident. Been, you know. So it's like, yeah, you gotta trust God sometimes. Yeah. And He's
1: always <laughs> leading us. And always, sometimes people think they need to hear the audible voice of God in their in their head, but a lot of times it's just that inward peace mm-hmm. or that inward settlement. Or um, it was just like, yeah. God stopped me from going that way because I had that anxiety or something and I didn't go that way. Mm-hmm. And another thing I think, you know, as we are talking about this, one of the reasons that I really wanted to talk about this scripture too, or we wanted to talk about this scripture was that it seems like a lot of times that Christians are losing their joy of their salvation. Mm -hmm. And so these temptations and these tests are coming. uh, But I think Christians aren't seeing their way out of it. And it might have something to do with COVID because it seems like, you know, every month there's a promise that gets broken Mm -hmm. and we're still in where we are. But people are losing the joy of their salvation. it reminded me of uh, Psalms 51, and that's after David had sinned. Mm -hmm. And he said to the Lord, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew that right spirit Mm -hmm. within me. Mm-hmm. And he said to God, cast me not away from thy presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Mm-hmm. He said, restore unto me, and here it is, the joy of my salvation and uphold me with that free spirit. Mm-hmm. And he said, then I will teach transgressors thy ways and sinners will be converted unto thee. Mm-hmm. And so I think when Christians allow these tests and these temptations to sap the joy of their salvation out, they're not leading anybody to christ anymore Mm -hmm. because the world looks at us and says well it's the same for you as it is for me yeah right oh you're going through tests and you can't come out the other end and you're going through trials because i honestly believe in this thing that the bible calls faith and we have to want to be free Mm -hmm. and so we want to be free from this test or this trial we have to remember that we are always looking for that way of escape because it's there yeah God has made it it's there it's not sometimes we might not see it and it saps our joy and we Mm -hmm. become
0: if you want to call it a bad witness Mm -hmm. for the Lord or yeah I think even that joy of the salvation piece um is key because um there, there's that initial moment of, yes, the salvation, Jesus saving me, remembering that, your your story, your testimony, that first love relationship that you had, that is a key thing to remember. There's also testimonies throughout your life. Do you remember the joy of God getting you out of that situation? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the joy of God healing you in that moment? And And I think where it says, I think in Exodus, you know, like, write this on your forehead, write it on your hands, write it in your house, like tell it to your kids. It's keeping those things at the forefront that reminds you, oh yeah, this thing isn't so bad. God's done this for me before. Um, like, And I've had that with, um, I mean, money. I'm a, I'm a missionary, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I have to keep that at the forefront. Man, God's provided me for for me for five years now. And then money gets a little low. And if you don't keep that at the forefront, you're just going, woe is me. Everything sucks. My life is going downhill. No. God doesn't love me no more. Yeah. (laughs) No, the joy of my salvation, the joy of those moments where he stepped into my life. God was faithful. I'm going to remember that faithfulness. Amen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We talked a little bit about Sozo with our friend Dan just before this uh, this before this podcast and i think we'll do a podcast on sozo mm-hmm. but sozo just reminds us that our salvation includes that uh protection and healing and safety and to be made whole and there's a, even a couple more definitions yeah. there but it's more than just getting to heaven yeah it's about life on earth and god being part of that life making a way to escape from the temptations having the good parts of life and being not hiding your light under the bushel guy mm-hmm. right Being out there in the world and, uh, you know, being that example for uh, people about Jesus.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think just to go back to that joy piece, it's like um, the joy of your salvation. Um, When you remember what you were saved from Mm -hmm. um, and how you were saved and, and what happened in that moment and and if you just keep that to yourself eventually that fades away yeah but when you remember that and then in action step out for someone else to experience that in a way you are keeping that at the forefront because then you see the joy and the peace that comes to them or the healing that came to them or the miracle that came to them and it sparks that again in you yeah. going oh man god you are so good
1: yeah, yeah and, you, and you get rid of that Doubt, because doubt is a temptation or a test too, where you think, well, I know God did it for me, but can he do it for that person? Mm -hmm. Are they going to experience the same thing I experienced? And that's happened to me where I've talked to people and they've been like in a really bad place. and, And I'm like, well, only Jesus can help you. But I almost walk away doubting if Jesus is going to help him because I've began to forget about what Jesus did Did for me, and realized it's got nothing to do. It was the Holy spirit and him in my life that made me an overcomer in these areas. And he can do it for anybody. God's not a respecter of persons. There's nobody on the earth where he's going to say, you know, I'm not going to help you.
0: Mm -hmm. Faith matters. There's, there's multiple scriptures where he says, be it unto your faith. Um, and there is a few scriptures even where, um, like you just said, he's not, he, not going to leave you there. Peter walks on water and then he gets distracted yeah. by the world and he starts to sink. And God doesn't go, Peter, get your faith up. You're going to drown. Swim back to the boat. Swim back to the boat. No, <laughs> he reaches down. He pulls mm-hmm. him out. Mm-hmm. And, and the man who goes, help me in my unbelief. You know, what's going to help unbelief more than God doing the miracle? Mm-hmm. We could leave you with some encouragement today. That whatever situation you're in right now, um, get your eyes on God and ask him for his leading. And it says in there, but God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, the nature, and the timing of every test and trial you face. So God is active and he's doing something in your day, but you have a decision. You have a choice. Do you choose what your thought and your logic in the situation, or do you look to God and his thought and his idea in the situation?